Hey, Good Stuff family. This is number two today coming to you. We have so much good stuff. Uh, today, uh, at this hour, I'm going to be introducing you. Maybe you actually already know her. If you follow the Good Stuff page, you may have uh, remembered. Her name is Danielle Folk. And she is a godsend friend to me and to a lot of other people. But it's just no accident how we met. I believe God's hand was in it years ago, a couple years ago, I think. And she's doing some fantastic things. Even her own story is uh, it's a great testimony of listening to your heart and go. Listen to your heart and go. Because for years, I was in broadcast news. And that whole last year, my heart was going my head said, you better keep your nose to the grindstone. This is a fantastic job. You're a news reporter. That's what you do. And my heart was going, nope, nope, nope. Y'all, that was before even 2020. And then God kind of moved me right out of my own way uh, in that my contract wasn't renewed. And he said, I felt like I was saying, can you just stay with me here? Just be patient. I'm going to move you here. Well, my friend Danielle had the... Um, the courage, the courage to move her family to what we call the middle. So she's the mama in the middle because she wanted something better for her family. Moved out of suburbia and to Oxford, Ohio, and into this old historic home that has become almost, it is like another family member. And the history that she's on unearthed literally. So I'm um, bringing her in now. We're going to get um, caught up with what's happening in the middle with Danielle Folk. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. Hi there, Good Stuff family. You know, even the background speaks volumes. If a picture is worth a thousand words, every holiday she is like I'm going to date myself here. I don't even know if this magazine exists. I was going to say like a Better Homes and Gardens family. Is there still a Better oh, Homes and Garden family magazine? <laughs> I don't even know. But I love it. So give us a window into your world in the middle there. Like how how the short version again, elevator speech about how you got there, which I love, and, and, and what, what's new and happening there to nowadays. Well, so it's going to be five years since we moved out here to the middle and I had left my job teaching to uh, stay home with the kiddos and within a year's worth of time, we had our third child and we picked up and moved out to the country from suburbia. And ever since we came out here, uh, we not only started to get, did you say something, Don? I did not, but you have a little breakup. So I'm going to mute my mic. That might help. Okay. I'm going to mute my mic while you're talking and I'm going to also close this door uh, and that will help. So go ahead. Sorry for the, the audio is less than perfect on my end. Okay. Here, let me pop my camera off and see if it helps at all. Does that help at all? Yeah, I hear there. you loud and clear. I hear you loud okay, and clear. Okay, better. No, I think we can see you still. It sounds the same. It sounds the same. Okay. Listen, we say real, raw, genuine, authentic, and vulnerable for the good stuff family. <laughs> sometimes that's when you have country internet. That's what we get. Sometimes right. you gotta go into town. Right. That's what you get. <laughs> so, okay. So, 
so um anyways i feel horrible I don't, the internet is just being like horrible today which that's kind of like my luck uh sometimes so we moved out here to the middle and i say the middle because it's it's really some people feel like where are you and like are you going to fall off the the edge of the earth when you come out here um but it's beautiful country out here and ever since moving out here I have not only kind of dug into the history of the home and met those family members who were tied to the homestead from 18, um, you know, their, their family settled here and built the home. It was finished in 1837. Um, but I started to make those connections. But what is insane is kind of the things that have come about over the past five years, opportunities. And I've gotten to really tie in to the community and, um, I'm the president of our local historical society. And through that, I've been able to work with our good neighbors club. We've had our first tree lighting here. And so really the community is kind of waking up and, and coming together. And it's very exciting to be a part of that. Um, you know, I've mentioned to you recently, Dawn, about Joanna Gaines' new book, The Stories We Tell. And in that book, it's, it's talked about, you know, where, where you are now and, and how things in life might have gotten a hold of you and kind of rerouted you to a different path or made you who you are today. And how, if we reflect and go back, um, you know, into our past, we can learn from it and, and move forward. And something I've learned is my kindergarten self, I wanted to show you a picture because are you there, Don? Sorry, I'll have to put it over here. Um, my kindergarten self, I went to school and um, my teacher had kind of embarrassed me in front of the class. And I felt like that's the moment I remember when she asked me to, to wash the lipstick off my face that my mother had shared with me that day. Um, I had promised myself, my kindergarten self back then that I was going to be a kindergarten teacher and no one was going to have that experience in my class. And so that's what I did. I hung on to that idea. And so I became a teacher. But had that not happened, what I'm asking now myself is, who is this little girl today? So I went ahead and I accomplished that goal. I taught kindergarten. Um, but had that experience not happened, what would I have done? And I feel like God has taken us to the country. And here I am starting to do his work through sharing experiences and the podcast of country life and the lessons we've learned. And so, and so that's kind of where I am and I'm podcasting and I review books and I write. And so what I've seen though, in the last year, there's a lot of people trying to do good stuff. And so you talk about, you know, the good stuff stories being, uh, being, Sorry, I'm getting your feedback on your speaker. Oh. That, that you're fine. Um, <laughs> um, I'm I'm seeing a lot of people are trying to be to do the good, and you always say the good stuff stories are like the antidote to all the other stories that are put out there. And one opportunity that I had this year was to write an article for Link to Us magazine, and I'll show you a cover of it. Um, you can find these like at Barnes and Nobles and Kroger's um, and a lot of other places. But I got to write about the homestead and I got to write about the traditions and 
the article's titled Reawakening. Sorry, I'm finding it. It's funny because my article's right in the middle of the magazine. Um, there's the homestead. And it was one of our first winters. It's called Reawakening Traditions at the Homestead. And so I'm not only able to share about our own family traditions, but I was able to include stories of those who came before us. And it was really something that I was excited to do in order to honor the house and the family. And so, um, as well as tell our story. Um, but this magazine is a faith-based magazine. It's called Link to Us and Be Inspired. And the gal, um, it's out of Chicago, but the gal who started it, um, Judith, she noticed in airports while traveling that you can pick up those celebrity magazines. You could um, pick up your home um, type things, but she noticed that none of them had like a faith base to them. And so what she's done in this is she's put culture, she's put fashion, beauty, better living. She's included, um, you know, eats and faith, but she's wrapped it all into one, one place. And so it's neat to see that we are not only you, Don, doing the good stuff and following that passion and following God's um, calling for you, but there's others who are, like you say, adjacent. And it makes it really fun, you know, to work alongside each other because together we have those networks, that connection that we can continue to kind of weave and do do God's work and bring more to the kingdom. Um Another you know you're speaking our language there, Danielle. That's it. That's why we are so perfectly. Bob Goff is a mutual friend and mentor to both of us, but doesn't know it right. yet. And he says, right. find the people who are adjacent to what you're trying to do and align yourself with them. That's you. And and me for you. Like, I get what you're doing. I feel your heart for finally that little girl yeah. is following her passion. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, and it's it's crazy though because I didn't realize that was a part of me. You know, I've always had like this. I told Aaron the other night, my husband. I said the secret. I feel like I'm like a secret. Like I really love Jesus. Like, but I don't. I don't walk around saying I really love Jesus. Um, um, but that's kind of how I feel, and I've always kind of had that bubble. I've wanted people to be. I just want them to be happy. And how can I share that happiness? And I think. It's not, it's God's story to tell. Um, and it's just through me and it's through you. It's through those who are at Linked Us Magazine. Um, it's through a gal. I have, yes, I got, I got the finger. Are you, do you have something to say? <laughs> that was me like in church when people are praising. Oh, amen. When you said it's God's story, <laughs> we type the good stuff family. We type the good stuff. And if I'm typing too quickly, you know how this goes. Yes. Inevitably, an O gets omitted, not all the time, but sometimes, and it becomes the God stuff. And sometimes I leave it. And so I was not interrupting you. I was just like giving you a praise, like, woo, preach. Um, but when you say it's God's story, don't I love that you have this opportunity on your own podcast to interview authors. And that sounded familiar to me, God's story. Tell us, would you, I think this is your, mo it's not even out yet. Monday, I think you released No, Monday it, it comes out. Your, yeah, it's I your interview um, with, with Oliver, Oliver Asher. Asher, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm going to mute my Asher. mic about that. Okay. Oliver Asher, Invincible Joy is his book that is out. He is, uh, he leads advanced native missions 
But what's really cool is um, in addition to podcasting and such, I read uh, review books for Frontgate Media. And this was one of the books that came through when I chose to read. And I want to share with you real briefly what he says in here, because I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked when he when I read this. He says, I'm not an extraordinary person. I came from next to nothing, from almost nowhere. But God had a plan and a purpose for my life. He picked me up from where I was. And he took me places I never could have expected to go. He invited me to join him in chasing his God-sized dreams for the world. And following him on that journey through all the challenges and struggles is where I found invincible joy. And in here, he says he's not trying to give you answers because he doesn't have them. Only God will and um, or only God does. But what you find are his um, testimonies of the Lord's goodness. Now, what really drew me in was the very first chapter. When you write a book, they always say, you know, that first chapter, that first line. But for Oliver, his life was already set up by God before he was even born. And this is what he says in the very first line. He said, dad broke out of prison a few months before I was born. And he ends up, um, what I find to be very, very, um, you can't argue with it that God's not involved in his life because he ends up growing up for like six years in a tool shed in the holler in the um, Appalachian mountains. And that's where he does life as a kid. And he is out, you know, bathing in the, in the stream nearby because their house had burnt down. And so he had so many challenges stand before him, but he never lost hope. And that is something that I find is, a common theme within the past couple months, I keep hearing people say that so-and-so has lost hope. And, you know, now is not only the season to have hope, it's every day. And I think his book is just a testimony of some really hard times through loss, through uh, family difficulties, through changes. Um, it, it is a testament to to what God can do in your life. You just got to trust and believe. And so he's going to be on Monday on the podcast, Grounded in the Middle. And we have, it's a fantastic conversation. I hope you will join me um, for that. But that's kind of what's new, um, new out here in the middle. But Don, can I add something this morning that I want to share? Yes, please. So um, I'm watching the clock, um, but... There is a gal, her name's Trisha Robinson, and I'm always trying to think when I podcast, how can I speak to younger people? Um, you know, those who are entering college or in college, because you really don't, I never knew that I would get to my thirties and kind of look around and say everything that I thought I was going to do, I was going to teach. And that was going to be it till I retired. Um, I didn't realize that that could change. And I didn't realize I'm a lot of, a lot of struggles or things you encounter that is normal. It's all normal. But what I think is really neat is there's a gal named Trisha Robinson and she is trying, I'll try to get it close. She is a gal who has this amazing coloring book for children. And it is, it is all in the spirit of positivity for young girls. And she has a collection of devotion cards and I love this. And I just think it's great for someone who wants to inspire or 
give a little something to a young person so that they have that hope. Um, her card, she does all the art for them. And this one I love because it says your story is beautiful. And on the back of it, it has the, it has the scripture. And so she sent me all of these and, but they're just darling. And, but even as an adult, her art is beautiful, but you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So this good stuff, I mean, you, we all have a job, right? We all have those that we can reach and the good stuff, which I'm so happy to be um, on your team and helping, um, you know, we want to grow the kingdom and, you know, it's together that we can do that in our own way. But it's really nice to know that so many others are trying to do it too in their way. There is good stuff. There is hope. And it's not just this season. It's in every season. I'm, I'm um, vacillating. Is that the right word? What a good word that is. We <laughs> that is. on, mic off. Somebody tell me how to spell that. Um, mic on, mic off for the audio. So pardon the delay. But I'm listening to every single word uh, because I agree. We speak the same language. We know there are so many good stuff stories. In fact, we say that because one leads to another, when you meet her, she's going to have another story, somebody, and this is how it works. So that, honestly, if we do good stuff stories every day for the rest of our lives, which we're going to try to do on the good yeah. stuff family tree, as we grow the tree, uh, we don't get to them all. And that's very encouraging to me, you yeah. know, um, hopefully we never can. And, and then what we find, we say, God weaves now watch him work. It's that string. It's that weaving that the fact that I'm even friends with you, it had to be God weaving. There was right. no explanation for it. We were both happy to be tweeting early one morning to Chip and Joanna Gaines, who we both, you know, were big fans of theirs. And uh, and then the rest is history. We've been friends. It, is. it is. In our line of text, I still say in the book, it's going to be gold. It's going to be its own chapter. Because we go back, I was reading to a friend and they're like, uh, it was our friend Bob Hostetler and Gina Salvatore. They're like, this is gold. They were laughing. They were crying. And I forgot. <laughs> like, it's our foundation of our friendship. We've literally seen each other twice in yep. person. The last time was a couple weeks ago when we journeyed down to the middle and asked you to be part of. And I, when I mean part of on the ground floor, I mean me and Travis Ford, Travis Ford and I. He's always correcting me because <laughs> the object of a preposition, it would be me and Travis. Anyway. In this case, it's the subject. I don't know if he's listening. I'll just make sure. Travis Ford and I kind of really just recently started to see exactly. I mean, I saw the value in it the whole time, but I was so afraid of I'm not a business person. How do we do this? How do we make this calling um, possible for me? It's not the career with the W-2 with the nine, not was never nine to five, but with that check, you get that, you get that when you stepped out of being a teacher into what your heart's calling was. And I was afraid and I was waiting and I would get almost close. I'm like, Oh God, I can't do it. I can't do it. But I had a shirt that said faith over fear. I bought like a dozen of them and gave them <laughs> up. And then one day I'm like, maybe I should live that. And so here pops up Travi, my friend for 32 years old who reconnected, who said, I think 
I believe in you more than you believe in yourself. I think people who see what you're doing believe in you more. Remember, you're not a reporter. That's not your strength. And I'm just like, what are you saying? That's the only thing I've ever done my whole life is broadcast news. No, he said, think about this. You're a connector and a communicator. And these are all transferable skills, but they're not easy to put on a resume. And I was starting right. to for corporate jobs and public relations, which is the normal transition from broadcast news. But I'm like, I don't want to do that. So it took someone else to see that and to start doing the things that I didn't understand, the business side of it. And then we drive our, our little car on our way to St. Louis because I'm moving to see you last week. And we bring now it is officially Dawn, Travi and Danielle. DTD. <laughs> the graph. This is, uh, if we may, for a visual, we're right here at the roots. We are. And we already have so many branches, but they're about to be more. Look, I love that. Look, that, speaking of broadcast news. I, I like it. It looks great. <laughs> She's pointing. Showing she what? is showing us a tree. Those on the podcast. She's pointing to oh. her beautiful painting of a tree at the roots. And that's yeah. so perfect because that's how I kind of feel like you have to be grounded. And sometimes, sometimes you have to move. Sometimes your tree is great where it is and you've got to grow those roots, which you'll never, you'll never see. Um, but sometimes you got to take yourself and and, and find where, where you are meant to be. My mama um, always says bloom where you're planted. And we yeah. found a coffee mug at the dollar store. <laughs> I bought a couple of them because <laughs> it's a little frustrating sometimes with my sister-in-law because, and I, because the truth is sometimes God has more fertile soil over there in my case. Right. Yes. So yes, I, I kind of believe that find your heart and your calling and then bloom there. And then maybe as you're growing, maybe you need some more fertile soil. I don't know if we're stretching that analogy, but I do know that once we took root in doing what we wanted to do, you and I both, this is when the followers came because yeah. it's genuine. We don't have to be anything but ourselves. In case in point, we're talking for a half an hour here and broadcast news, they would have said, you get a minute 20. Right, get in, get out. Yeah. And I used to say, I am an artist and words are my paint and y'all are cramping my style. <laughs> and the producer would say, well, you need to pick a smaller canvas. <laughs> That's broadcast news. But will you tell us? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. You're, I was just going to say that, you know, sometimes to your point that just because you're really good at something, it doesn't mean that that is your purpose. Right. So I felt like I was a great uh, teacher. I think I was. I hope I was. Um, but just because you're really good at it doesn't mean that that's your calling. It just might be a part of your skill set that you need to do your calling. And I just that's something I wrestled with the past six years of. I felt like I was floundering, that I didn't have that purpose. And so it's great to finally see what God has been working. So I have so many things that I want to talk to you about, because I love that you had the courage to that, that um, there's a lot of emphasis on authenticity, almost, I call it a boutique word, authentic, it is. authentic mm -hmm. courageous, had the courage. The truth is you were super courageous in listening to your heart. You had a beautiful home in the suburbs. Everything was set up. You're having your family. And yet you, the story I love within your story 
is the um, appreciation you had when you went through having your kids and mm -hmm. your affiliation now with the March of Dimes. So tell us about, will you tell us about that angle of your story as well? Sure. Uh, and, and I have to say that's probably, I think that, okay, I'll tell the story first before I start referring to it. Um, I was pregnant with our twins and went into my appointment at 24 weeks and she said, you've got to get to the hospital. And I was in preterm labor. And so long story short, I ended up, um, I ended up staying on bed rest at the hospital for three months. And within that, I had a lot of people um, come into my life and these are nurses that came into my life and sorry about the phone ringing. Um, they left a mark that I didn't realize they were leaving then. And it wasn't until I left my job that those moments with them shaped my thoughts. They shaped, um, they, they helped me see, they helped me to see through their experiences over the years, what's important and what I wanted for our children and for our family. And so I just got to the point, I just kept hearing my husband say when we were at home, you know, oh, one day we, you know, it'd be nice if we could do this or we'll do this after retirement. And I just sat there going, why are we not doing it now? And what's really funny is that the, the middle became a theme. I, I, one of my nurses introduced me to the show, The Middle, which wouldn't you know, that family only lives that it's based on, they only live about 45 minutes away from us. And I found that out this past year, um, that it is a story, the middle, um, as a true story about a family here kind of locally. And so anyways, um, I felt like when we came out here after watching that show with that nurse, I'm like, we're in the middle of nowhere because we don't have lines on the road. You hear the crows squawking, just like the intro to that show. And so it has kind of, it's a reminder to me of where we came from and that God has had his hand in all of this because we had struggled to get pregnant with the twins and that was a journey of its own. And so everyone would say to me who came in to my hospital room, they would say, I don't know how you're doing this. I don't know how you're just sitting here. And I just knew I wasn't in control and I just had to trust. And for me, that's like a really big benchmarker of when things changed because I didn't have control and I had to, but it's, it's odd because I was content there. I wasn't worried. And I think overall that was great for the babies. They didn't feel that stress. And so they had a healthy delivery. So, um, that's where it started. That's really one of those just moments that you notice that's, that's where the change happened. And, and, um, it was a pivot. I'm going to say, Bob, Bob, a pivot is a, yes. We talk about that too. Just yeah. you have to be willing. If you're, mm, that was me that whole last year, toe the line, toe the line, toe the line, do what you're supposed to do. Just take an exhale and pivot. And when I talk about this tree, it's, this is a symbol for me of be still and know that I'm God from Psalm. But it occurs to me, it's be still, but not too still is what I feel like. Keep taking right. the next best step, which is what you did. Well, and I think that we listeners and those who are viewing this, um, I think we can all find ourselves in a situation or in the middle of something where we're not comfortable. And I'm not sure if if you realize that one, you're not alone. We all have, I mean, that's part of life. God says in the Bible that, you know, there will be difficult times, um, you know, 
but that he's overcome it. And, and it really is transforming your mind and just re just filling your time with good things like this podcast or this video you're watching, um, starting your day with, you know, with reading a devotions or finding something that works for you. That's positive because that's really, there's no other secret or trick to it. Um, we have to fill ourselves with really good things so that we can get through those difficult times and, and they're coming and, and they will again. But when you start to look back and reflect on what you've been through and where you are today, you know, you know, you're, you're stronger, your roots are deeper and that you'll be able to weather that storm. Um, and I hope that people don't lose sight of that, you know, um, the side of, of there will be difficult times, but that's okay. You're going to be stronger for it. And this is what people who listen regularly to the good stuff family, we say there are moments like when your contract isn't renewed or when you're sitting on bed rest, when you weren't expecting where if we're being honest, if I'm being honest, it is really God, really. And then inevitably it takes some time but inevitably it becomes the same exact words, but it becomes really God, really. So in your case, like now you have this fantastic testimony that God was in control through that whole time. I had this testimony that I had to have faith when he was moving me and it hurt so badly that he was going to turn my walking papers into my permission slip. And then we get to tell that story because you said it, there's going to, there'll be more. You get over one hump and there's going to be more, but the um, more testimony we have like that, the more we trust uh, the easier it seems to get, especially when you surround yourself with like-minded people like yourself. Yes. And I did have one other thought about we are, we're both fans of Bob Goff again, you know, talking about staying aligned with the people, but he also says, and he's in the, in the first page of his book says it's in the middle where all the good stuff happens. Hello. Hello. Are yes. you kidding me? Like I highlighted it. I have arrows all over. I mean, that's you and I in a sentence. It, it's true. Isn't it? It's true. It is. It's absolutely true. And I, I think it's one of those things that um, it's great when you follow people who are adjacent uh, to you so that when you're in those moments that when you are in the middle and when you are kind of down, you have them to kind of remind you and lift you up and get you through it. Um, you know, it's no different than when your children and your parents tell you to surround yourself with good friends. It's important that you do that even as an adult and, and it applies because they're the people who are going to get you through those difficult times, of course, alongside with God, you know, those people are stationed in your life for a purpose to, um, to help you and guide you, even if it's for a moment or maybe it's for years. Um, those, those guidepost uh, people that are put into your life are there for a reason. And I think just being more aware of it in your, in your days. And I think that you'll start to see those people in your life and just in how God is present. We just got to slow down when we're in the middle. And what I love about Bob Goff, I think you do as well, that he's not in your face. Like you said at the beginning of this, you're not like in everyone's face. She's uh, look, I love Jesus. You know, while right. got the sweatshirt, Actually, I just bought a sweatshirt the other day that says, I heart Jesus, but I cuss a little. 
but I cuss a little. <laughs> so again, we don't always have to be wearing the sweatshirt, yes. uh, but we know by our, Ooh, Travis Ford, who we're going to bring in in a minute. He has a fantastic saying that um, he, he heard someone say once go and proclaim the gospel and when necessary use words. How huge is that, Danielle? In other words, by our example. Yes, and that's, that's what we love about Bob. That is he brings stuff. these people into these podcasts. You see by their example, he doesn't try to hide it. God, Jesus, is his rock. But at the same time, he says, if he's not for you, come on in anyway. We want to see you make the most of what God wants you to be. And next thing you know, you have people sampling the very thing that gives us hope and gives us meaning and that's exactly what you're doing there with your podcast as well and i love that i love it so much thank you i appreciate that something that i did not plan to do because my husband aaron had used to say oh he would drive home from work and say i just listened to this great podcast and i would laugh and he would share it and it would be you know fun to hear a story from it and he was one of the first and you were second but he was one of the first to say, like, you should do a podcast. I'm like, I don't even listen to podcasts. And I think I might have listened to um, it was Bob Goff's podcast during the pandemic that I listened to while we painted the house. And I really got hooked on him. And then you had said, oh, we should start a podcast. So you'll have to look into that. And then I started the podcast and it was kind of like, well, okay, I guess I'm doing that. And so I'm going to be starting season three in January. And you know what, regardless of how many followers or listens, I kind of consider the podcast my classroom now. And so, um, you know, regardless of its size, no matter how small or, or how big, um, you know, it's reaching just the people who, who are, um, find themselves adjacent to me. And I think, I think right there, keeping that mindset that regardless of how big your circle is, it could just be one person that you have the ability to, um, to be that person, that guiding light for others that are in your life. And so not, you don't have to have a platform or a magazine or a book, um, to do God's work or to be his face. Um, it's really important that no matter where you are in the middle of a city, in the middle of, um, you know, um, the suburbs that where you are in the middle that you can do is work too. Amen. Again, I'm, I'm switching back and forth between my mic on and off to make sure the audio is best quality. But I wanted to, when you talked about uh, the middle, the show, the middle, Patricia Heaton. Yes. The mama is from Cleveland. You knew that I'm probably right. Yeah. And so is her brother, Michael Heaton, who is a oh beloved a columnist with the plain dealer or now cleveland.com, but let's go here. This is a little bit. Some people say you're such a Debbie downer. When I say today is a gift, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Follow your heart. See, be the good, see the good in people and be the good for them. Because guess what? We just had a memorial service for Michael Heaton. Oh passed my goodness. Away. Not much older than us. Me, me, you're you're a whippersnapper. Oh my goodness. But the legacy that he left, like, oh, he was a good dude. He was a good man. He was a talented writer, but that didn't just define him. And and so when you mentioned the middle, I thought we gotta talk, we need to talk yeah. about this. That if you don't get tomorrow, okay, Debbie Downer alert, here we go. But <laughs> trust me, in broadcast news, 
we hardly have any stories if it weren't for people not getting car accidents, you know, terrible awfulness, you know, at 11. If you don't get tomorrow, I'm speaking to myself right now. What are you going to do today to make it count? And what's the psalm about make my words, uh, make my words something to your heart? to your, I had the poster in the, the little plaque in the bathroom. <laughs> Choose your word. Okay. Let me just paraphrase. Choose your words wisely because what if your last words are something hateful or something you're holding on to an unforgiveness? Choose your words wisely so that they fall on God's ears in a way that you would be comfortable with should we not get tomorrow. Yeah. And that's not preaching. That's just sharing from, and, and it's so much easier to be to take the high road of unforgiveness and of complaining. It is much easier, but that's the challenge when we, people listen to this, hopefully wherever you're, as Bob Goff would say, sitting in your car, going right. for a walk, what is it on your heart that you're holding on to that's not serving you anymore? And this is permission right now to let it go. Again, speaking to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, we try to keep them to a half an hour as usual. My godsend friend, I feel like we could stay here all day. Uh, I know, I know me too. Is there anything else that you wanted to wrap up? I want to make sure everybody listens on Monday to that interview. Yeah, tune in Monday. It'll be live uh, or not live. It'll be um, up at 5 a.m. on Monday. It's called Grounded in the Middle. And uh, I look forward to, um, I, I look forward to, you learning about Oliver Asher and, and his story. I think you are going to just absolutely enjoy, enjoy him. So um, Don, thank you so much for having me on today and, sh and sharing what I'm up to. Thank you. And the internet gods cooperated relatively well. I'm going to pull one thing up before we leave again. We've seen it a okay. couple of times. Um, but it, I noticed it when you were chatting, look, do you, what do you notice about this picture? Look, actually, I have a different one on today, but that necklace that connects us, that faith necklace that you have on in the picture. I know yes. that, right? It's like the sister. Remember, we used to have friendship bracelets. Well, I don't know if you did. I keep yes. forgetting, like much younger, but remember, this is like my no. friendship necklace. Well, and I wear it. I wear it every day, Dawn. And matter of fact, I just bought one for Parker's teacher. Um, I got her one to give her for a gift um, because I think she will, she'll be a great person to have one as well. But I do. I wear it every day. Pardon me. The printer is printing something I'm sure is very important, but um <laughs> yeah, we wear it every day. And I'm thinking of the Bible school song, and they'll know we're Christians by our love. I learned a long time ago not to sing on air because you can't take it back live. So um, that's the message out there if you're listening. Take the next best step, faith over fear, not just a cliche. Know for a fact that we've done it. We continue to do it today as I take on a to-do list. Faith over fear, the next best step, promises to be a lamp unto our feet. Not a spotlight into the future, but a lamp for the next best step. And then the next best step, the next best step. Can you hear this printer? Can you hear it? Can you hear the printer? I can hear it. I can hear it. We were almost finished. One moment, please. We were. Right. So here's what we That's do. Okay. 
I always wrap up the good stuff um, live streams with a quick prayer because, like we say, the best good stuff is the God stuff. And again, I feel like these whole entire conversations are prayers. But um, Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity. Like it's not lost on me the way that you wove awesome Danielle folk into our lives. And um, thank you, Father God, for bringing her on as the marketing manager here for this Good Stuff family. Thank you for the momentum that we're realizing that comes only from you. There's no other explanation, Father God, that you would expand our territory. Um, the prayer of Jabez, that you could expand the territory for your good. That's our prayer, Father God. And we stand in awe of your providence. And uh, we thank you for the blessings already on the way. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Don, so much again. I look forward to um, I look forward to uh, seeing where the good stuff goes here in the new year. It's going to be a great year. Yes, and I'm going to come see you in the middle again. Now we know the way. We'll be there. Yep. I love you so much, my All friend. All right. God bless you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.